Welcome back to the show. You tuned into Real Talk with the Six Man, and I'm your host, the Six Man. Man, this snow got everybody, got everybody in the house snowed in, man. They first was talking about. Three to six inches, then it went from seven to eight inches, then late it was like ten inches or something. It is it just got crazy. It got crazy, man. Everybody went to the grocery store as usual, wasn't nothing on the on the shelf. No bread, no milk, no nothing. It's always like that in this area, man. Always. But it's 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 um it's a situation that happened down in um down in North Carolina, man. Um I can't I can't I can't I can't get it the image of, out my head, man. I can't get the image out my head, so I'm gonna talk about this thing, man, cause uh I had a conversation on Facebook with somebody I ain't I don't even know, a stranger. Um but we had a nice we had a nice back-to-back-to-back, man, conversation, man. And I, um, I agree with a lot of stuff that she said. She agreed with a lot of stuff that I said. So we kind of saw eye to eye, but we both said that, you know, the situation was real fucked up. Shouts out to Sean King, though, man. Sean King is like the new Fox News, man. Not to put that title on him, man, but Sean King, man, he be, um, he be putting us down, man. He be letting us know what's going on and... And all that, man. So, um, if you don't follow Sean King, man, do yourself a favor, man, and follow Sean King on Facebook, Instagram, you know, whatever, whatever you got, man. Follow Sean King, man. He, um, he the man, Joe. He be breaking it down, man, for real. But yeah, it's an incident, man, that happened, um, in North Carolina, man. Um, I'm trying to pull it up now so I can make sure. Um, I'm speaking facts, and I'm not just uh, talking crazy. Uh, because it's like uh, it's like the society we live in now, man. It's just it's just wild out here, man. And it's almost like uh, you know, people think that people, everybody got a different opinion about everything. Um, and sometimes some people think that um, their opinion or what they think is right and what you think is wrong. Um, and, I mean, that's always going to be the case. 
that's always going to be the case. Um, but um, I'm going to see if I can pull this up, man, because it's, 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 uh, it's mind-blowing, man. And I want to make sure I give the details because it may be some people who haven't heard about this. Um, hopefully, a lot of you guys have heard about it, but if not, um, we're going we gonna, we gonna to get into it. Um, y'all got to excuse me. My uh, my tablet is running real slow right now. Maybe because it's the snow. I don't know. But it's running pretty slow. All right, here we go. I think this is it right here. No, that ain't it. Here we go. Bang. Yeah, just bear with me. Bear with me. Bear with me. Bear with me. Okay, so I got it pulled up. So, a 51-year-old man punched a 12-year-old girl in the face after an argument at a North Carolina mall. That's the headline. Um, and I'm watching the video right now, and it's, um, it's crazy, man. Let me see if I can play it so we can all hear it. Let me see if I can play it. Um, cause it's, it's, it's real, it's not good. I mean, it's 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 uh it's rough, man. It's rough to even watch it. Um, but if you go to um, I'm trying to think. Did I tag this on my page? I think I'm gonna have to pull it up on my page. I don't think I tagged it, but I'm I'm about to. Um, but yeah, man, a, a friend of mine, a, a colleague I went to college with, uh, tagged me in it and wanted to get my thoughts on it. Um, and I talked about it briefly um, because I have two daughters. Um, but this incident and this little snippet of this video, it looks like it could be about, I don't know, it looks like it's about 15, 20 juveniles, uh, majority females. They are black. Um, and it looks like it's an argument or some type of conversation with this white guy, um, a young black girl and him are having some type of conversation back and forth. And um, she gets in his face and pushes him. And so he turns around and pushes her. And mind you, in the video, he looks like he could be 6'1", 6'2", maybe 230, 240, grown man. And so when he pushed her, um, she fell when he pushed her um, and she got up to rush him. And when she rushed him, he punched her in the face. And that's what you heard in the um, in the video. 
And so it was a lot of comments. It was a lot of comments on social media. And I wasn't going to respond uh, because as I started reading some of the comments, of course, you know, it's just a lot of people, you know, just talking ignorant shit. A lot of people who don't give a shit. And then there's a few people who um, kind of was saying some real stuff, but then was mixing ignorant stuff with it. So I didn't really want to comment. So I basically just commented to uh, my colleague, my um, my old college mate who tagged me in the video just to, you know, just to respond back and forth to him. Um, but it was a young lady um, who saw a couple of my, um, saw a couple of my comments to my colleague and we kind of, you know, start going back and forth. So I just want to stick with uh, what we talked about. And so um, in my comment, I said, hey, Slim, I just saw a few comments. I mean, 15 comments that I saw. Um, all I can say is I'm glad I'm my daughter's father. That was my first comment. Just, just acknowledging to him that I saw the video um, and then... I wasn't going to comment, but then I actually saw 15 comments and then I just basically was like, I'm glad I'm my father's daughter. And what I meant with that is um, my oldest daughter is 23. And the reason why I say I'm glad I'm my father's daughter, because I feel like if anything um, ever happens to her or if something comes up, um, she doesn't know me in a way, you know, other people have gotten to know me. Um, and I've always, um, I've always felt like I've never wanted her to see me other than how she's seen me in the past, you know, cool, calm, collected. I mean, it was maybe one situation that she's seen me um, upset, but she's never seen me, um, she's never seen me out of pocket. Um, she's never seen me in a way where a lot of my closest friends or family members may have gotten the opportunity to see me. And so in that statement, I was just basically saying a few things, meaning that, um, her mother and I, you know, have, um, raised her to the point where she you know she she's a good she's a good she's a good woman she's a good young lady um and i can say that um our even her and ours relationship hasn't been the best you know because it started out a little rough because you know i was still in the street i was still doing my thing as a young man um and i had my daughter in 1995 my oldest daughter, I had her in 1995. And 1995 was a prime, um, was prime time for me where I was just, I was out there. Young, dumb, and just out there, just doing me. And I can say young and dumb now because I'm a lot older and can look back to a lot of the shit that was going on back in the day. But um, our relationship, um, wasn't the best 
because like I say, uh, when she was born, I was I was I was actually on a mandatory vacation, um, and I didn't make um, I didn't make it to see her um, come to this earth. And her mother uh, brought her up to um, the mandatory vacation spot a few times. And I could just remember one time I asked her not to do that because I didn't want to see this little girl looking at me um, behind that glass. I just, it bothered me a lot. So she stopped bringing her. And so um, when I got out, I, um, I tried my best to be a father, which there's no book, you know, there's no book to teach a young 17-year-old man from Southeast with a divorced mother and father um, how to be a father. And that's a lot of the difficulties out here now with with these kids because um, a lot of these young women um, don't have fathers in their house. And luckily for me, um, my oldest daughter's mother um she she got married and so she had me and my daughter she had um a a, a father figure in the house uh she had a father figure in the house i'm kind of going fast forward but um when when i when i came home from my mandatory vacation um i tried to um obtain this relationship with my with my with my daughter um but it was it was a difficult one um because again at the time i was I was in the streets heavy, and her mother finally realized that when she came around and saw for herself, just the environment that I lived in, and comp, and, and some of the things that, um, some of the activities I was indulged in, and um, she took it upon herself to um, try to distance us, so that way we would not. Um, we would not see each other that much. And I mean, going back and thinking about it now, I can understand that. You know, I can honestly understand her doing that because I was off the chain. I literally was. I was carrying a gun every day. Um, I was involved with a lot of shit that, you know, um, could have got me locked up um, or, or even, you know, killed. And so I could understand her not wanting to, um, you know, wanting me to be around my daughter with that type of lifestyle. But again, I mean, for me, I wouldn't have let nothing happen to my daughter. You know, nothing, nothing would have would have happened to her. I mean, I always would have made sure she was okay. But you know, it's always those outside factors that you just never know when something might happen or you know when something may pop up. You know, so I, I can understand it to a degree. But again, you know, even though our relationship was rocky, um, she had a father figure um, at home with her, which was always good. And so, um, you know, throughout the years, you know, we, we, we tried to build on to a relationship, which we did. I mean, we eventually, you know, met up. We spoke to each other. We talked um, and we cleared the air. We got a lot of stuff off our chest. I mean, I cried, she cried. I mean, it was it was it was needed. It was much needed. And so when she graduated high school, 
um, I was I was completely honored to be able to go um, to be able to go to her graduation. I mean, because it was times as she got a little older, her mother felt comfortable, you know, with dropping her off, you know, letting her stay with me. I can remember vividly a time she dropped her off. She was going out. She called me. She said, hey, you doing anything tonight? I was like, no, nah, I'm chilling. She was like, is there any way you can watch the baby? I was like, yeah, hell yeah. So she came over. Um, and um, we just, we I remember we watched, we watched movies. We ate pizza. I took her to the Parakeet house. Um, I remember I had a... Uh, uh, a white, I had a white four-door sedan DeVille, 1977 Cadillac. And i never forget, we get in the car and we driving to, to the parent house. And she was just like, Daddy, that's a big car. <laughs> so, I mean, it was just one of those memories that I remember. And, um, you know, we had we, we had a couple moments where we, uh, you know, where we, uh, we tried to build that relationship back up. And again, like I said, when uh when she finally um graduated high school, um, I was honored because she, you know, you know, they extended me a ticket um to attend the graduation, which I was I was ecstatic. I was I was humbled, I was honored, I mean I was um emotional, I mean it was everything, I was everything. But I held it together, I went to the graduation and it was a good deal. Um and now, you know, she's in college, um, she's back home. Um, working, um, I think she's going to be finishing up her college, um, her the rest of her college career here back at home. Um, so now she's home, she's working, and so um, it all led me to to look at this video. <clears throat> and I mean, of course, I thought of my youngest daughter; she's five. Of course, I thought about her as well. But I looked at this video <clears throat> and saw this white man. Um, punching this 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 young twelve year old girl in the face, and it was just it was just so much to take in. I mean, when I first saw it, um, I actually looked away because I didn't want to see him hit this girl in the face. But then the second time I looked at it, I watched it all the way through. And when I say it pissed me off, it pissed me off to the point where I had to stand up out of my bed and I had to like walk around in my room with my fist balled up. That's how mad I was when I saw it, right? And so then I went back and watched it again, and then I watched it again. So I think I watched it in total of like seven times before I even made my first comment to my man who uh, tagged me in the video. And then I made my comment, and then he was like, word, I'm right there with you. I've always known to be calm, but this right here would have changed that. And I understood what he was saying off the break. Because if you look at the video, it's rough. Because it's like, again, 15 to 20 juveniles surrounding this man. And they talking shit to him. And in a matter of seconds, you know, it looked like they was about to jump him. That's what it looked like to me. And I felt like in that moment, he didn't know what to do when the little girl rushed him other than to protect himself. And I mean, I really, I really can't be mad at that. And I know, you know, some people gonna have some shit to say about it, but it is what it is. But I feel like at the end of the day, even if that was me in that situation, I don't think, I don't think I would have hit her in the face, but I think I probably would have just pushed her again. But I don't think that 
I would have found myself in that type of predicament. And that's what I mean when I say that it was hard for me to watch because I felt like as a 51-year-old man, I'm not going back and forth with no 12-year-old. I'm just not doing it. I'm a grown man. We're not about to be going back and forth with each other, period, point blank. I'm not going back and forth with you at all, period. And so that's why I say that this snippet of a video is real, real fucked up because it, it doesn't really give us the full story, right? And so, uh, you know, I began to go back and forth with, with my man, you know. Um, one, of the, one of the things that I wrote, I was like, man, he would have got fucked up on sight. This young generation needs prayer and guidance. They were both wrong. And him being white and her being black, he felt superior and thought that he had the right to hit her. I'm not about that life, and I hope he gets what he has coming to him. <clears throat> and I hope that this teaches her to keep her hands to herself and to stay in a child's place. That's one of the comments that I wrote to him. And he was like, good points. And I was like, I'm just saying. And so it was another uh, uh, lady. Uh, her name is... Uh, her name is Stacy. I'm gonna say her name is Stacy. And um, she began to chime in, <clears throat> and she began to give me a different way of looking at this thing. And again, this happened at a mall. Looks like it was like at a, outside at a mall in North Carolina. And she said that um, he did the right thing, even though he's going to jail. If he would have tried to stop her by headlocking her or subduing her, she would have not stopped. Friends would have jumped him, and this would have been a different headline. He would not have got he would have gotten jumped. She she pushed oh, I'm sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. She said that he would he would have gotten jumped and this would have been a different headline. She pushed him. You can see that on the tape. You see the arms of the black jacket. She came back talking shit. He pushed her out of his space as to say, you don't want this smoke. Apparently, it didn't register to her, and she came back to fight. He didn't have time to ID her or to ask how old she was. This was the exact reason why most malls do not let minors in after 6 p.m. without an adult 18 years or older. And I mean, trust me, I'm trying to read her comments because everybody's kind of, you know, fast when they type. So it's like I'm trying to read, you know, what she's typing. But for the most part, she was basically saying the same thing I just said, that he didn't have time to identify her. He didn't have time to ask her how old she was. She was just rushing him. And again, he had 15 to 20 hostile juveniles around him. And this was a white man with all of these black kids around him. And she made another point in regards to, you know, um, the mall not letting minors in the mall after 6 p.m. without an adult. <clears throat> and again, it's so many... There's so many different ways this video can go because we don't know the full caption of the video. And I mean, even Sean, even Sean King, who who I, this is where I saw the video first. He was like, you know, 
I don't care about, you know, the video being short. I don't care about, you know, I don't care about with with with, with none of the comments. This man had no right hitting this black girl in the face like that. And he didn't. He didn't have the right. <clears throat> he did not have the right. But he did it. He did it. And my thing is, I can't say why he did it. But the way I'm watching this video, he did it for two reasons. First reason he did it is because he was scared. He had no idea what was going to happen after he pushed her and the white girl, I mean, the black girl came back at him. He had no idea what was going to happen. So out of fear, he hit her. He punched her. And two, I felt like, you know, I know I'm a, I may get a little flack from this, but it is what it is. But most white men feel superior to black people, period. And so I think that kicked in as well. Him feeling like he was superior and, you know, he would get away with it. <clears throat> and um, she responded back and said that uh, until we know the full story, it's hard to judge. We only getting a snippet of the video. And I was like, I'm, you know, I, that's true. That's true. And she was like, uh, and because I am a great observer, I now see he is trying to break them up from fighting each other. He yells, break it up as he walks in the middle of pushing and walking up from behind. And so what she's telling me is what she's taking from the video is that he walked up and it seemed like it was an argument between the juveniles and he walked up to break it up. To break the fight up or to break the argument up. And um, I was like, wow, you saw you caught all of that. You know, in, in that video. So we kind of going back and forth. I'm like, Dan, you need to be a, tech, a detective for for the North Carolina Police Department down there or something. So she laughed and we talked. But she also says, uh, she said, I noticed before I even seen the article, tough break for this young girl. But I swear they would have stomped his ass out and his wife. And that five or six year old would have had to watch terrible all around so she's basically saying that uh the white man and his wife would have got jumped and it looks like it was a five-year-old that was with the white man and lady i didn't i didn't even catch that and she said i'm sure uh this will teach i'm sure that this will teach the children to do better um I will be showing this to my child as well as a reminder of what not to do. And so she was basically using this moment as a teaching tool for her child to basically say, you know, this is not how you handle um, the situation. Um, and then she was saying that it was an article that came up um, and she showed it to me. She said that the article uh, was down there in North Carolina. It says a 51-year-old man caught on video punching and knocking out a 12-year-old girl outside the Asheville Mall in Asheville, North Carolina. The incident occurred yesterday as the man tried to break up an argument between a group of teenage girls. At one point, at one point, one of the girls who weighed less than 90 pounds 
pushes the 51-year-old giant. The grown man who is six foot three and weighed more than 250 pounds punched the girl with all his strength. The man is now claiming self-defense. The video has gone viral and another reason the attacking 51-year-old man is white and the 12-year-old victim is black. And that's from one of the articles that she sent. And so then we begin to go back and forth about, you know, the article, the incident. Um, I even said that um, I, I just can't get the thought of punching her in the face out my mind. I couldn't. I just couldn't get it out my mind, him punching her in the face. And so as we were talking, you know, it's always funny how we quick to judge a situation when we see it online, not knowing the full story. And now the full story is this white man was just trying to break up a fight or an argument between two groups of juveniles, which were female. And so it seemed like this guy was, you know, one of the good guys in this situation. But in my mind still, um, those were my two thoughts that I had, which were, you know, he was scared and that and that he was white. Because even though even though in this situation he was trying to break up the fight doesn't necessarily make him a good person at heart. You know, because there's a lot of white people that I've learned, that I've experienced, that um, that I work with, that I've known, you know, throughout the years of my life, that they're white. And they're going to always stick up for each other regardless, no matter what, no matter what the situation. And don't get me wrong, I've dealt with some white people who were really good to me in terms of work, you know, Treated me well, respected me, um, never down talked me, always respected me. Um, you know, gave me good advice in some in, in some cases. You know, but bottom line, when it came down to a situation when it was going to be a us versus them situation, they team up. And so in this situation, that's why my second thought was, he's a white man, and even in. The article, it says he said it was self-defense, which in the video. It's hard to it's hard to speculate, but he did push the young woman. She did rush back at him and he defended himself. And again, they put his weight, his height, six, three, two fifty. He hit her with all his might, you know, and I mean, in a video. It's hard to speculate whether that man hit him, hit her with all her might because we don't know if she got up. We don't know where her injuries are. We don't know none of that. But what I'm saying is it's just looking at the world and the society that we live in now. I mean, shit is really crazy right now. And it's difficult to see this video because it's this race thing, white and black. And again, like I was saying, you know, I've I've worked with some white people that were really cool at work. But, you know, when they go home, you know, who knows what they're saying about us or who who knows what they were saying about me? I mean, I don't care, but I'm just saying, even though we know, you know, a white co-worker, a white colleague, you know, a white um, person that we may run into at, at the bus stop, on a train, at the store, in line. I mean, there's a lot of decent people out here, regardless of what color they are. But I've learned 
from experience that regardless of what the situation is, white people look up and stick up to each other, period. I mean, that's just across the board. I mean, in a situation where, um, like I said, in a situation where it's going to be us against them, they're going to team up with each other every time. Every time. And don't get me wrong, all white people aren't like that, I don't think. But I'm just saying, for the case of this talk, that nine times out of ten, if it's a white or a black thing, they're going to side with each other all the time. All the time. And so the article says that he was claiming self-defense, which, you know, um, I'll make sure I'll, I'll, um, I'll tag the video and post it so that way y'all can see it yourself if you, if you want to take a look at it, if, if, if you haven't already seen the video. And so it's hard to read some of her comments because, you know, they so they so jumbled jumbled up. But she said that it's hard visually, but we have seen this before. Gang like mentality, knocking old people out for no reason. And then I had to step back. I was like, damn, she right. She is absolutely right with that because we have done that. I mean, shit, I've done it. I mean, I remember back in the day, um, <laughs> damn, um, I remember back in the day, man, I'm going to just say we, we used to walk down Eastover to the little bar and tavern called, uh, Red, was it Red Door? Red Door. It was a, it was a little Chinese joint, a Chinese-owned joint. Uh, it was like a little bar and a liquor store. It was called the Red Door. Man, we used to walk down Red Door. We used to buy our 40-ounce of uh, O.E. and St. Eyes and, and, and crush the joints, drink them, crush them. I mean, they used to literally sell us liquor, man. They knew we wasn't old enough to buy liquor. They ain't give a shit. That's why I say, man, sometimes, you know, in hindsight, man, you know, Chinese people, Koreans, they can say what they want about them, man. I fucks with them peoples, man, because they don't give a shit. They about their money, man. But that's a whole different story. But they about their money. They going to get their money regardless. They don't give a shit. Um, but we used to drink our 40s, man. And um, when she made that statement, it took me straight to this story, man. We used to literally have a contest. I mean, because back in the day, you know, we had contests of who can do the most push-ups, who can do the most push-ups. And then we had a dude who uh, popped up. I'm going to just say he popped up around our way. Um, and we and we became friends. And he was an old cock strong ass nigga. And our names were similar. Our names were similar. His name was spelled with a K. I mean, my name was spelled with a K. His name was spelled with a C. So our names were similar. So we, you know, we had, we had similarities. Um, but... I, I, I wasn't going to have as many kids as he had. That nigga had a lot of kids. <laughs> if he had this, he would be laughing like shit. But that nigga had a lot of kids. But we had some similarities, man. And um, 
we motivated each other. We did push-ups, you know, we worked out, all that, whatever. And so we, we used to do a lot of push-ups. And getting back to the story where we used to see who can knock the most people out. Like, we would literally walk up to random people and just knock their ass out. And not no females. Let me, let me, let me put that out there first. No females. We didn't, we didn't hit females. We, we targeted males. We targeted males. And I remember one time from the point of us walking to Eastover, getting to our destination and walking back home between him and myself, we had knocked out six or seven people. Like literally, like just tapping people on their shoulder, they turn around, boom, knocking them out, like flat out. And so that's why when she made that statement, it took me straight to this story. And um, I was feeling her. So we started talking a little bit. And she was like, gang like mentality, Knocking out old people for no reason. They gave him all that smoke for him telling them to stop arguing before they started the fight. And look how that turned out. So she was basically like, you know, he wanted to try to help tell them to stop arguing, tell them to stop fighting. And she was like, look how that turned out. She said, we always get mad at adults for not stepping in to guide the youth to do better she also said to him yeah I pushed your bitch ass she said it's hard to assess at the moment that she was 12 doing all that but if you look real close she started to hook off on him as he had to long reach her so meaning she was trying to hit him while he was pushing her back and then she also gets into talking about how, you know, we always get mad at adults for not stepping in, you know, for seeing something going on and not saying, hey, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. But she's basically like, well, look how that turned out. Here it is. He was trying to step in to stop the situation. But look how it turned out. And yeah, it turned out messed up. It say if you look, if you look close it looks like it said it looks like he met with the same weapon she used against him oh so she was basically saying that he used the same weapon that she used against him which was her hands um said once he changed that energy they all ran if my husband had to choose between taking that charge or getting jumped and getting stomped out He's going to take that charge. And this is her saying that if that was her husband, which is black, and if that was him in that situation, he's going to choose to take the charge and defending himself versus getting jumped by 15, 20 angry black juveniles. And I was like, damn, that's a hard pill to swallow because in reality, that's real shit. That's real talk. And I know even though I said that in that situation, I wouldn't ball my fist up and hit her. Um, I don't think I would. Simply, simply, simply put, because I got two. I have two daughters. 
I have two nieces. And so I wouldn't want a grown ass man to ball his fist up and hit my daughters or my nieces. So in my mind, I can clearly say to myself that I would not have balled my fist up and punched her in the face like that. I would have literally either yoked her little ass up real strong and looked at her in her face and told her to stop fucking playing with me so she would know I was not playing with her. Or I would have really pushed her again really hard to let her know that I'm not playing. And even though the push probably could have turned into something different as well, but still, it just... I, I couldn't have seen me punching her in the face. Even though she's saying that if that would have been her husband and if he would have had to make, you know, a decision, he would have caught the charge. And that's her speaking on her husband's behalf and not him really speaking on his own behalf. And then she said, um, I'm sure many would, I'm sure many would say it was easy for her to be aggressive towards an adults just for her telling them to stop arguing so it sounds like she's saying that it seemed like it was easy for her to get aggressive with the man because she was already in an aggressive state having an argument with another young woman which to me you know um to me it doesn't really make a difference of what her state was because this is a grown-ass man I mean, he's a grown fucking man. And I'm not, you know, I'm not justifying what he did. And I'm not um, pointing a finger either. Because, like I say, um, once it came out that he was trying to break up a fight, the whole thought process changed. From the point when I initially watched it the first time and I got upset to when I started going back and forth with her and she started giving me the dialogue. My response to her was, no argument, no argument from me, babes. It's a sad truth. I'm just a father of two daughters. That's all. But I hear everything you're saying, and I feel everything that you're saying because it all makes sense. That was my response to her. And we, we went back and forth for a while, you know, back and forth, back and forth. She even said, I understand. I have one daughter, and she's 17. I screamed initially when I saw it the first time. And, I mean, it seemed like we both had kind of this, the same reaction when we watched the video, you know, the first time, like getting that first instance, like, damn, like we as parents, like what the hell is going on here? But as we look at the video a couple more times, we look at it, we look at it, we look at it. And it's just like, damn, like that's fucked up. Like cuz was put in a, in a bad situation, man. Like literally he was put in a bad situation, man. And I mean, as we look at it now, you know, we, we, we look at it and it's like, um, you know, he was trying to break up a fight, which, you know, it's, it's unfortunate because I had a conversation with a coworker at work one time and, you know, we was talking about just the younger generation and how we grew up and, you know, all that. And he was just like, I hear what you're saying, Kevin, but, man, you know, it's just rough out here. These youngers, they got the game fucked up, man. I remember a situation where um, two youngers was getting into it. This old head came and, you know, told him to break it up, was trying to break it up, and was basically rapping to him, you know, spitting game to him and shit. And um, they walked away 
uh, the old head went and, you know, chilled with the other old heads he was chilling with. Both of the youngin stepped off. He said, but the youngin, <clears throat> he said that the youngin that was initiating, um, you know, the incident came back with a gun and shot the old head. And not just shot the old head, shot the old head dead. So I get it. It's, it's, it's a catch twenty two. I mean, it's definitely a you know a situation where, you know, you think about it like, damn, do I want to step in and, and and possibly add some drama to my life by breaking shit up, or do I just let these youngers? You know, go at it, and maybe one of them kill each other. It, it just, it's just, it's, it's a hard sell, man. Because a lot of people don't want to deal with other people's shit. You know, a lot of people don't want to step in, and and be, you know, that savior, so to speak. But the more I look at it now, it's like the youngins are killing each other at a more rapid rate than when I was young and when it was going on. And trust me, um, you know, not to get too deep, I've had my fair share of those type of incidents all the way across the board. You know, but if an old head that both parties respected stepped in, it was like, man, what the fuck y'all doing, man? Y'all niggas, y'all niggas, little niggas need to chill the fuck out. We respected that because it wasn't like one of us was going to be able to beat his ass. So we respected it. And that's my, that's kind of my point where, you know, respect for some reason has gotten thrown out the window across the board. There's no respect with, you know, white people versus black people. There's no respect with Black people with Koreans. There's no respect with police officers versus civilians. There's no respect with police officers and black people. I mean, it's it's just no respect there. I mean, especially for this younger generation. They just don't have respect. I mean, the respect factor, they don't have it. And it's sad because they're not getting it from the broken homes across the country, you know, where it's just a mother trying to raise her kids by herself, the father is gone, or, you know, um, the mother is raising the kids by herself, but the father, he's coming by every now and then to, you know, step in when he can, but it's just not enough. And so that respect factor is gone because these kids are acting out on, you know, the lack of love that they may get or the attention that they're not getting from home. And and we can we can look at that all different, you know, we can look at that all different types of ways, you know what I'm saying? But I, I know for a fact that a lot of this anger and a lot of this disrespect is coming from the lack of love and attention that these kids are not receiving. Because I felt like, you know, when I was that age, you know, I got what was called tough love. And it's a lot of kids that don't even get that. You know, I mean, if you did something wrong at my mother's house, you got your ass whooped or you got punished. Either or. 
and you might get your ass whooped more than once, <laughs> depending on depending on what you did. You know what I mean? She might punish you and whoop your ass one day, and then she may look at you again and just think about what you did and and, and whoop you again <laughs> and whoop you again just cause, just as a reminder. You know what I'm saying? And so I say that to say these kids not getting that. And in this video, it's sad to see this little girl get punched in the face by this white man. Everybody wants to just jump on the white man. Oh, that's fucked up. That white man hit this black girl. Whoop de whoop de whoop. But when we find out what really happened, you know, this white man was at the mall with his family, his wife, his five-year-old, six-year-old, however, however old this child was with his family. You know, he witnessed these, these juveniles, black juveniles, females getting into it. And he went to make an attempt to break it up. And so we can look at this two ways. If he would have just walked past them, kept walking, him and his family would have went home safely, no issues. But these young girls would have would have fought other people around. It would have fought. It would have turned into a bigger incident. Um, you know, police would have came. And who knows what would have happened? Who knows if, you know, some good old white boy police officers come and get scared and shoot up these girls shoot. I mean, cause we see it happen all the time. Cause the first thing these police officers say, Oh, I was in fear of my life. So what if these police officers pull up, they in fear of their life. And all you hear is shots pop, 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 pop. And now these, either these girls are shot or somebody with them is shot or just somebody shot. And so now that's a bigger situation, but now we got a situation where he stopped and he wanted to kind of be a good Samaritan. And try to break these these black girls up. And in the midst of him trying to break it up, he had to defend himself, which he did. And the girl approached him a couple times in the video, as you saw. And the last time she went to approach him, she didn't walk up to him. She was charging him, running. And he hit her. And so just like the article said that, you know, he it was self-defense. And some people will question that. But at the end of the day, if it was me, if it was you, would the situation be different? Even though we was black, would the situation be different? I think that it would be slightly different because I felt like if it was me and I put myself in that position, like I said before, I wouldn't have balled my fist up to hit her. But I literally would have snatched her little ass up with enough strength with enough vocal in my voice to let her know <clears throat> that I'm one, that I'm grown. And two, I'm not playing no games with her without having to punch her in the face. But then, but then two, <clears throat> you know, <clears throat> what if they jumped me? And so now I really got to defend myself. And so it's that catch 22 where we don't want to get involved because we don't want to add a drama. But then two, we get involved because we don't want to, we, you know, we don't want to see, you know, these young people, you know, living their lives like this, getting involved with this, this nasty, um, this nasty attitude, this nasty, you know, thought process that they got in their mind and, and they just don't have no respect. And so it's like, where does that respect come from? How do we give this younger generation, this dose of respect that they that they need in order to become a decent citizen. 
And a lot of these police officers have have given their form of respect by killing us. That's their that's their way of us respecting them by pulling their gun out and shooting us. And we've all seen how that shit worked out. We don't have any respect for police officers. I don't care what color they are, especially the black police officers. I've seen people, I've seen black people disrespect black police officers to the point where I was like, damn, I can never be a police officer. But that's kind of, that's kind of where we are as a community. That's kind of where we are with the lack of respect that we have towards police. And the lack of respect that we have towards police officers as a community is the same lack of respect that these juveniles have for one another. They don't give a shit about each other. They don't care about life. They don't care about respecting their family. They don't care about respecting themselves. They just don't have no respect. And I think that at the end of the day, when I look at this video, that's kind of what I see. I kind of see the lack of respect for being in the child's place and staying in the child's place because she's 12 years old. There's no reason for her to be lunging and talking grown to a grown ass man. Like the, like the, like the, um, like the young woman said, she caught a snippet of her, the young girl pushing and shoving and, you know, you know, swinging at the white man saying, yeah, I did it, bitch. You know, talking to him like that. And it's like, that's crazy. She's 12. He, he 51. And regardless how old he is, I'm just saying you can clearly see in the video that she knows he's a grown ass man. And that's what I'm saying. It's the lack of respect. And of course, you know, people will argue that that lack of respect, you know, starts at home, which it does. It starts at home. That lack of respect starts at home. But I guess my question is, you know, how do we how do we get this younger generation to one respect their self first and then two learning how to respect elders people that's older than them learning how to be respect and be respectful and staying in their lane meaning staying in the child's place how do we how do we do that because if we don't, this younger generation that's right up under me and then the generation that's right up under them is fucked. It's, it's, it's no good. And this president that we got in office, <clears throat> and I hate to bring him up, but this president that we got in office clearly is showing the same disrespect towards every American right now with this bullshit about he want a wall, and since he can't get it, he gonna shut the government down. So he got his own people that he that voted him in, whether they were white, black, Hispanic, and I'm just going down the line because when I did my voting show, I looked at blacks who voted for him, whites who voted for him, Hispanics that voted for him, Koreans, Chinese. I mean, it's a lot of people that voted for this man, and the main reason why. They didn't want to, uh, uh, the main reason why they voted him in is because they said that they didn't want to vote for Hillary Clinton. 
they couldn't see a woman being president. And then when the little email scandal popped up, it was like, oh, I'm done with her. I'm not voting her in. But you voted this month. Excuse me. But you voted him in, though, because I was going to say something. But I forgot if I say that, you know, the Secret Service is going to come to my house and say, you know, you can't talk about the president like that. <laughs> Have y'all seen that video, man? I posted that on my page, too, man. It's a goddamn video going viral online of this lady having a conversation with a, a sheriff and a Secret Service person talking about you made statements about the president at her front door. Are you seriously? Come on, man. I mean, this is the type of disrespect that this man is showing a country that's okay. And that type of respect is not okay. And that's kind of that's kind of what I see, you know, in this video. I kind of see the lack of respect, you know, for, you know, people. I kind of see the lack of respect for um, authority. It's just a it's just an all around lack of respect that puts us in certain situations, because I know for myself when I was young, of course, it was a lack of respect there for authority and, you know, people who were older than me because I thought I was I thought I was that nigga. You know, I was walking around. I had a gun. You know, people followed me. You know, people looked up to me. You know, you know, I was always a leader, but I led people into some fucked up situations at times. But it was all about that lack of respect. And I mean, I knew right from wrong and I had respect, but I had respect for certain people. And I think now it seems like there's a lack of respect overall across the board. And anytime we got a president who disrespects the American people the way he's disrespecting them, got them lining up at Giant to get free food because they can't feed their family, shit is real out here. So, I mean, I looked at this video and I looked at it in a couple ways. And I didn't want to jump the gun because there's always something that we miss when we quick to judge a certain situation when we see it. But bottom line for me is this lack of respect starts at the top. Starts with this clown that's in office. And it's trickling down to all the American people. White, black, Korean, whatever. It don't matter. We got to find that 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 humble place within us man so we can respect each other because if not shit gonna get real fucked up for us as a society man we gotta be respectful towards one another if we want respect we gotta give respect like even in the bible man it states that treat your treat others as you want to be treated and that's just bottom line man we gotta find that respect y'all it's a six man I love y'all man we got to find that respect, y'all. Y'all be easy. Peace.